0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Wellness with Dr. Celinda's podcast. This is where we own our wellness journey. Today on the Wellness with Dr. Fortunate-Cylinda, we are joined by Mr. Silo Sitole. He's an entrepreneur, and we're going to be discussing grieving the loss of um, a job with him. So, Mr. Silva, welcome to our podcast. How are you doing this morning?
1: Hello, hello, Dr. Fortunate. Thank you so much. I'm um, well. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity that you have availed to me to share my part in this uh, very, very, very important topic.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. So can you please take us through your journey to becoming an, an entrepreneur?
1: All right, uh, it's been a long one, uh, but I think on the core of entrepreneurship, it's something that you're born with. And also along the way, it's also influenced by mainly your family background. Um, looking at mine, my father had, has never had a formal job in his life. So all we knew is that our father owns a small business. He was a hawker. So he's been uh, running his small business ever since, even before we were born. So because we, we've never known him to work for any other company apart from running his own small business. So with that in mind, uh, I suppose we, we all grew up with that uh, influence uh, of, of, of having to, to be able to, to start something, and, and run with it. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the family influence part that uh, actually influenced my, my, my journey. Uh, the entrepreneur in me started uh, a while back. Um, I matriculated in 2002, uh, and then because I couldn't get to varsity the following year, I had to figure out a way of, of, of uh, making money so I could save enough money to go to varsity the following year. So it was. It was uh, at, at first. It was uh, on a need uh, basis. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say partially forced, I suppose, but uh, uh, it, it came natural to me because I was used to helping my father on his business. Uh, usually Saturdays. If it were. If it were. It wasn't. Uh, taken over by playing soccer i would spend it helping my father at his uh, small business so I, I got used to to that uh, lifestyle so uh in 2003 i had to find a business that i could run something that didn't require a lot of funding so i took into making fat cook because uh, also by then i already had developed uh, the passion for being a chef although i hadn't uh, received my formal training as yet, but already I knew that uh, my career path was uh, directing me towards uh, the hospitality industry. So I started making fat cook. Uh, I would make them, go sell them myself in the morning, come back and rest, and do the same thing all over seven days a week. And uh, this helped a lot because uh, I managed to save enough money to to get all the the, the essentials I would need uh, to start varsity. Uh, I had enough pocket money. I had uh, I was able to buy enough clothes for the following year, and uh, also in, enough money to buy a phone uh, because if you can imagine back then, uh, the most hip phone there was is a Nokia 3310 for me anyway. So. Having bought that phone with my own with my own money was was the was an achievement of note. So I still, actually, still look back to those uh, phone memories with a, a lot of um, self pride, I suppose. In, especially if uh, it was at that time. I think that phone cost I think a thousand or something. So to have been able to do all those things from uh, a seemingly very small business of selling fedgug uh, in the township. So, yeah, from there, I, I realized that actually uh, this, this business or this entrepreneurship uh, bug had beaten. And uh, although I always believe that you must have a, a foundation, a solid foundation, on which you can base your entrepreneurship. Uh, for instance, uh, in my line of work, uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm a trained chef uh, and food and beverage manager so i had to get that uh, formal training but unfortunately due to financial circumstances i had tied to, to delay it by a year which most people call a gap year and uh, mine was forced but uh, i learned a lot in that year i i, I actually realized that I, I had what it took to to make it in 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 in, in the small business world so um, I started uh, my, my teacher education, uh, which was 2004, and completed it in uh, 2000, 2006. But in between, um, what I would do, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very uh, restless uh, somebody, uh, rest, by restless I mean I, I can't sit still. I know a lot of entrepreneurs that will, will, will relate to what I'm saying. Uh, while I'm doing something, I'm always thinking what's next, how can I improve? Um, uh, if I'm, I'm I'm, like, for instance, while I was at school doing my uh, diploma in, in, in food and beverage management, I would actually decided that during all holidays, I would find uh, some work to do in order to, to understand the industry more. And if I wasn't doing some work, I'll find something uh, to to bring me money during those periods. So holidays for me were no longer holidays, just some way of of making money. So uh, I completed my studies and uh, it wasn't easy uh, because uh, with with a lot of uh, black uh, kids, you know that uh, most of our families can can barely afford to put us through a tertiary institutions. So, you 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 basically have to 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 find ways to finance certain things. So, hence I I I always made a plan to 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 always try to to supplement my 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 um, allowance I suppose or income at that time as a student. So yeah, I came up with a few ideas. Uh, some catering gigs here and there, though sometimes they were small, but anything that came in made, uh, made a lot of difference back then. So I went through my journey, finished my uh, national diploma, and then went in just to get the experience because part of the journey, the entrepreneurship journey is about, like I said, the foundation. And I feel uh, if you miss it, there's certain challenges that you're gonna meet uh, while running your business that you would you you would be able to 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 face and and and, and deal with had you laid a strong foundation in terms of uh, getting the the related qualification in your field of interest, getting the the required experience in terms of how a business operates even if you're not getting it from your own business even if you get employed for a few years that's the foundation that you need so that you understand business in a, in a, in a different or on, on, a, on a different level so i've got mine uh did a uh, work different uh jobs different departments especially on the in the hospitality front worked uh, both in the kitchen in the front of house uh, uh, did management stints in terms of FNB and the kitchen as well. And then uh, it so happened that I said, you know what, I need to diversify my skill set. I need to do something different from uh, the hospitality industry. So I decided to look for something outside, but something which was still related in terms of the food industry. So I managed to get a job at McCain uh, where I was uh, in the sales department. So now here's a chef who's, who's doing sales. And uh, you remember that now, I'm, 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 I'm actually getting, uh, I'm, I'm getting skilled on a different level now. I'm getting sales skills in the corporate sense, but the good thing is I'm still in the food industry. So I went there, I worked at McCain for four years, uh, meeting with chefs, selling to chefs, but still this, this this entrepreneurial bug is in there, it's in my system. I'm still thinking how can I uh, grow entrepreneurially and how can I uh, make more money, okay? It so happened that while I was working at McKinn, because the, the fortunate part about sales jobs is that you get a lot of time on your hands. You literally do your calls. And if you finish with your calls uh, during midday, you can you can pretty much do whatever afterwards. Uh, so I managed to get a job as a private chef at, uh, for one of, one of the most uh, Prominent uh, families in, in 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 Joburg, if not the country. So, I was working. When I knocked off from uh, McCain, I would drive straight to my private chef gig, cook dinner, and then after that, go home. And then, I I, I soon realized that actually there's 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 a there's an opportunity here for growth. There's an opportunity for actually. Uh, making way more money than what I made uh, uh, working at uh, in sales at McCain but still I realized that you know what let me still build on this foundation so I continued working as a private chef uh, for for a whole four years uh, with this family and I was with them through various stages of their life so we be- became very close uh, so that helped me a lot and while I was working as a, as a private chef, it started with dinners, and uh, I actually approached them because they used to have uh, functions and they would invite guests into, into their home for a couple of days. And I said, you know what, how about I offer you catering services that you would pay for separately from this uh, uh, standard salary that you give me as a private chef, and obviously they had already tasted my food. They had already gotten to know me, so they were very comfortable with saying, "You know what? Why not?" And they gave me that opportunity to actually uh, do their functions. So I did their functions from start to finish. That that means when it came to uh, decor in the in the in, in the eating area, the layout and everything, providing waitresses all those things I, I, I offered. And now, so anything that they had, even things like, although it doesn't qualify as a function, like a funeral service, because usually in our community as Black people, when it's a funeral service, we seldom hire people to help with uh, the catering. Uh, we call our aunts and whatnot, but still, because they trusted me so much, they, they, they would allow me to, 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 to render my services with that as well. So from there the, the passion grew more and more and uh, I realized that actually since the McCain job is offering me room to to, to do other things and I don't work on weekends, I, I literally knock off at the at the latest at three on a on a daily basis. How how about I actually expand this this thing? Uh, so uh, while I was planning that, uh, the next move, because initially, I had, I'd always had this dream to own my own restaurant. So, be, be it not too fancy, because the the one uh, deterrent in 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 this uh, in the hospitality industry is the, the high uh, capital requirement for startups in terms of businesses like restaurants. So if For instance, if you're opening a a mid-sized restaurant in a a, a basic shopping center in in, in town, you'd look at at least 200,000. And how many people actually have 200,000 lying around somewhere? So uh, you need to find ways to actually make it easier and cost-effective to start. So what, what what I decided is that I need to start a fast food outlet in ta- in the township. Uh, in this instance, it was Harangua, because uh, we, we, we were moving there in any case. So doing all the costings and everything, it was still a bit costly, but uh, there were certain things that, I decided uh, that I could not compromise on uh, so I said rather than compromise on, 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 on the certain quality or standard that I want I'd rather wait and save a bit so I continued working those two jobs on a daily and then until where I decided you know what let me secure space for my restaurant And then after I had secured it, it so happened that uh, although I hadn't paid for the space, it so happened that McCain was going through restructuring. And we know that that's the most uh, difficult part. or That's the most uh, difficult experience that you can go through as an employee. So uh, it went very quickly. I think it took about three months. And all the consultations were done with, and uh, unfortunately, my department uh, was retrenched. Not the whole, but my the, the the part of the department that I was involved with was retrenched. And luckily, while while I was retrenched, I was still working as a as a private chef. And by now, obviously, I've got some functions here and there and it was the natural progression for me to say you know what here I am I'm retrenched and then I've got this business which is not running on a on a on its full capacity yet but it's got so much potential so now I decided let, 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 let me rather go into business uh, full-time now because I don't have a, a formal job as it were so I decided let's let's uh, open a restaurant in uh, Harangua. Fortunately uh, most of these old buildings in, in the townships are not so expensive in terms of rental so that's, that's, that's a benefit there. So got in there now we have to do all the work ourselves obviously because we can't afford to hire uh contractors and stuff to prepare the shop for the way we wanted so we went in ourselves did all the prep all the painting tile work everything i remember when we were about to open we spent a straight 24 hours no sleep no nothing doing tiling painting and everything because we were so very much under pressure to to open on a, on the last day of the month but it's such things that actually test if you really uh, committed to your dream, if you really committed to your plan. So we went through, luckily I had very good friends who were willing to come to come in and say, you know what, let's do this. We did that and we pushed and uh, fortunately we were able to, to meet our opening deadline. Uh, and uh, yeah, the business started uh, like that. And obviously, you know, when you open a new business, especially a business that is on offer a higher scale or that requires a bit more capital than 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 normal, uh, there's always a shortfall for of funds. So I remember uh, I had to sell my first car just to to be able to meet all the financial requirements for 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 the business, and. Uh, the good thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're not the risk averse, so you 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 only really really think about the risk after you already <laughs> weigh in too deep. So you don't really you don't you don't analyze the risk too much. Uh, you actually uh, look a, into the 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 benefits or the opportunity more than the the, the risk. So. There I was uh, selling my first car, and uh, lucky enough, uh, my partner, uh, who's my wife, uh, we 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 were of the same mentality. So sold the the car, and like you know what, <laughs> you either in you are either all in or you don't go in because that's that's the other attitude that you develop as an entrepreneur where you say you know what, either I I I I, 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 I I put it all in, or I don't, because half measures actually produce half results in any case, or no results at all. So that's the mentality that 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 I developed, which I still have uh, as, uh, even today. So we ran it, uh, pushing it. I was still maintaining my my my, my private chef gig, still getting uh, uh uh, catering opportunities, doing weddings, doing all sorts and uh, obviously you know with business there's there's, 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 there's there's business cycles that it goes through various uh, fluctuates, goes up and you know and the thing that you must be prepared for as an entrepreneur is that not everything is going to be smooth sailing and not everything is going to go according to plan you know sometimes you think it's gonna go so bad it goes so great sometimes you think it's gonna be so great and it, it it goes the opposite direction so you 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 learn to develop uh, an open mind you learn to develop uh uh like a, a very strong uh, mentality and you, you 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 don't you're not you not you do not get faced easily by by business challenges so obviously, it went through the 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 normal the, the normal uh, stages where sales are up, sometimes are down, you know. So, but because firstly, I had the foundation that I had always believed in, that I, I was I, I was building. I had the backup of the private chef gig that I didn't uh, stop. So now it's it, it meant that when the business was not doing well, I could actually supplement uh, the the finances with my own money while the business continues to flow. So obviously with a lot of businesses, uh, it goes through phases where you feel, you know what, this is not uh, bringing in the, the money that it used to, and now it's not making financial sense. So uh, we decided, let's close it. Let's uh, sit down and let's recharge. Let's find how we can uh, navigate through this uh, uh, business world again. But uh, still, I'm thinking, I'm looking, where can we grow? And there's there's been other ventures where I moved from a normal restaurant to supplying the restaurant industry, you understand? And those kind of... uh, uh, businesses allow you to actually apply the skills that you got from the from the first venture on the, on the next one. So yeah, um, currently, just to 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 bring this into a whole picture, currently, I'm a, I'm an executive chef for a lodge here in the northwest, and still. I run a business, Uh, I run a a poultry business where I raise broilers and egg layers, Uh, but the business I'm not involved in full time because I'm here trying to raise as much money so that my business can grow, which is something that um, to some entrepreneurs may seem like, but how, why not go in, uh, full-time and risk everything else and it's not about to me it's not about uh, risking now it's about making sure that the business has grown to a level where I, I, I it doesn't need my support uh, because that's the other thing uh, because the, the, the other lessons that you learn from uh, 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 starting a business and it failing is that you always try to find ways to, 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 to prevent it from suffering the same fate. So the trick is to always say, you know what, uh, I'm not going to use my heart only. I'm also going to use my brain and say, how about I raise enough money? While the business is operational, how about I, I just maintain my job and then be, be, be involved in, in, in its operations and also have people who you can trust with growing your business with you. So that's what I'm currently doing and there's so many plans in the pipeline to 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 actually uh grow that business uh into a into a a, a giant of a, of of a, of an entity and uh there's 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 so many things but what i want to dwell on is uh, as an entrepreneur i've i've i've, I've come uh, far in this journey i've i've learned a lot of valuable lessons. I've bent my finger so many times because the what separates entrepreneurs from everyone else is the our risk aversion. We 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 we're we not, we, we not risk avert in any way we we, we 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 all always believe in 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 the, in in the in the in the dreams in the plans that we have you know we, we always hold family to those things and that's that actually drives us because there are days where you feel like oh my god what have i done you know have i re- actually risked everything for this dream that i've always had but if you have uh, that mentality of saying you know what i'm not gonna think about regrets but i'm gonna po- give it my best and every Phase that your business goes through, you will be able to, to find strength within you to push it uh, further. And uh, also, without uh, forgetting the, the, the other element here, which is my journey, uh, how the, ex- the whole experience of, of, of being retrenched at McCain. Personally, what I felt was I, at first, when they spoke of retrenchment, it wasn't it wasn't good news, but it was—it wasn't also very stressful because already my 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 side business was doing well. I just felt bad for my other colleagues because not it's not everyone who can actually say you know what I don't have a job let me go start a business. Uh, entrepreneurship is not for everyone, although we all need the basic uh, entrepreneurial skills, but entrepreneurship is not for everyone. So I felt bad for my for my colleagues. On my side, the the, the the only challenge was that now you had this uh, guaranteed income, which uh, now was going to be taken away, and he had no immediate uh, plan to 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 replace or to recover. So that that was my uh, uh, stress at the time. But I said to myself uh, because I was I was also uh, I also intentionally decided not to look for a job for a few months after the retrenchment because I said let me rather apply the extra time that I have now on my business and be there in the morning and only leave when I go to do my private chef gig and come back again and make sure that everything goes accordingly so it's 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 a matter of deciding whether you're going to dwell on the negative or find a way to to actually draw the most out of that situation because it's very easy to 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 go on a on a, on a depressed mode when such things happen because it's not easy i can imagine for households where you uh, the job is the only source of income and suddenly you lose it even though you get compensated for 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 being retrenched but that is hardly enough to cover your know, your living expenses going forward and depending on how long after your retrenchment you get a job so it's it's it's, it's, it's it can be easy but personally, for me, because I was I was fortunate for, in the sense that I already had something that was bringing in money on the side. So um, I, I suppose uh, on the on the retrenchment part, I I, I think a specific job uh, designation. But let's 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 attach success. Uh, a bit outside from the from that uh, area, let's move it away from just jobs to actually success being attainable even in the business sphere. Let's 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 teach our kids to actually aspire to own their own companies and and run successful businesses. And if if that means that uh, they need to start by getting a job to raise that those those funds, let it be but let's not uh, make uh, entrepreneurship look like it's something that is done by people who are only desperate or who who actually didn't go to school and stuff like that. I think we have to get to a point where we say, let us encourage our kids to get that degree as a foundation, get that experience in that company, but don't lose sight of the fact that you need to 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 own your own business, to own your own company. And then ultimately, then we'll have we'll, we'll have a nation of young people who are actually running the economy and actually are influencing the economy and as opposed to what's happening right now, because a lot of people get so depressed. You see, even young people who you know for a fact that they've got certain skills, certain technical skills that would allow them to easily operate a very good business. But because of the mindset it becomes almost impossible for them to see what's what's what what's there in front of them so i think it's it's it's, 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 a, it's, an, it's a big cultural uh, shift that needs to happen uh, mentally to say uh the, the job market it's 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 not the only thing there is out there we need to actually create employment we need actually to, to create industries, we need to participate in a very, in, in industries which have uh, uh, historically uh, disadvantaged black people because like, there's a lot of industries that you can think of that are, are pro-white, not to say it's a racist thing but there's a lot of industries that we, we know for a fact that actually uh, black people need to be Playing more in uh, than we we are currently, and it's not something that any government can change. It's just something that we can intentionally say we're going to change the status quo. We 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 not we refuse to accept uh, the fact that uh, certain industries are white owned. So I, I think it's 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 it, 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 it's a move that needs needs to happen, and cause. I'll give you a typical example. Uh, one of my uh, business ventures is breeding ducks. Uh, breeding ducks, uh, and like while I'm doing my research, I realised that actually it's only those big companies that actually are, are playing in that in in that field. Uh, you you find uh, these big companies supplying to the likes of Checkers, uh, Woolies, and you ask yourself. Why aren't the black farmers who are actually breeding ducks? Because uh, we know we, we're very aware of chicken. Uh, for for instance, during the lockdown, I realized that there's so many people who, who got into the chicken business, uh, broilers and egg layers and whatnot, because it's 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 to them it seems like it's the easiest thing to do. Although it has its own risks, but why not push the boundaries? Why not get into certain markets which are considered niche because you make more money in the niche markets than you, you get into those overly uh, uh, like these these markets which have a lot of uh, players in so i think also as entrepreneurs we we need to 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 think way out of the box and not 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 necessarily to come out with time machines and stuff but in terms of finding niches, because how do you stand out from a crowd? By by finding a niche within that very market which uh, uh, feels saturated or looks saturated. So, like I'm saying now, I'm actually getting into the, the, the breeding of ducks as, as 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 part of my expansion, and there's there's a lot of other things, but. Uh, I, I believe that's that's the kind of mentality that we need to have. That's the kind of approach you need to have as as entrepreneurs and not be afraid because I think fear is the one thing that deters a lot of uh, entrepreneurs. Not being afraid of, of why, what might or might not happen. The trick is just to to focus on what might happen and what will happen in terms of your success because um, all these all these big companies some some companies actually uh, uh, started a whole industry you know they, they started supplying uh, products or or rendering services that were not were unheard of before they, 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 those companies were formed so if they could do it why not and if if uh, predominantly it's it's white owned companies well, how about we start uh, being part of, of 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 that movement as well uh, stop imitating so many of these businesses which are in multitudes in our townships and in, in, in the urban areas and say, how can I provide a niche product in this saturated market? How can I I tweak this very service or, or product and, and make it uh, very tailored to a, to a certain uh, segment of the market? So I think that's 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 the approach that as entrepreneurs we, 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 we need to take and uh, the, the other thing that I've learned so much I do a lot of research in terms of business I see a lot of people don't even bother to even Google they might, let alone uh, read books and whatnot the people are so I don't I don't I don't want to say lazy but I can't <laughs> for a for lack of a better word I just say uh, lazy to to actually research your 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 line of business well and and find all the facts and 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 find ways to mitigate all the risk factors and so that by the time you go in you know that you 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 fully aware of the whole industry that you want to partake in so I think that's that's the downfall of a lot of of a lot of uh, entrepreneurs i've I've fallen for the same thing as well but uh you know what they say about retrospect so i've 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 uh, I've learned so much and i'm I'm also always open to sharing such uh insights with with uh, a lot of entrepreneurs and uh you you they some get surprised like you're still researching this business and yet you haven't started i'm like yeah because you you need, you invest the, the, in knowledge, and then applying it then it helps you reap uh, the the rewards. I, I suppose that's 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 been my journey uh, thus far. and uh, but the the most important thing is that I'm continuously growing, I'm continuously challenging myself to in the especially in the business sector. Because uh, my plan is that, as as much as I'm a I'm a, I'm a full-time uh, chef right now, by the time I turn forty, I'll actually leave the the industry in terms of working a nine-to-five like that. So then, already I'm planning to expand on the poultry business, to expand the farm and do stuff like that, and 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 and, and production of, of of food products. Uh, so. it also speaks to the foundation and investing and making sure that uh, everything is ready Uh, uh, having all your ducks in a row as it were Uh, so that whenever you you say let me jump and actually do this on on a daily basis there's no nasty surprises and you, you, you actually flow it's no longer about. I wonder where the next uh, money for rent is going to come from, but you've already laid the, the foundation. Your business is 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 strong enough to stand on its own, and neither you or the business is dependent on 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 on, on each other. So that's that, that's very important, and I think it's something that entrepreneurs need to to be fully aware of, and just 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 have enough patience and enough drive to say if it takes me 12 months to save enough money to buy this piece of equipment, then I will do that because, let's face it, uh, you, there's not really enough support out there for entrepreneurs in our country. There's a lot of so-called agencies that we always see on papers and everywhere, and but the red tape is so much that you get discouraged even halfway through your, your application process. The requirements they 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 have I actually deterrent. So, one thing that I decided a long time ago is that I'm gonna do it myself, and I'm not gonna I'm gonna do it by myself. I'm not gonna wait for someone from anywhere to help me. If I can't do it in six months, I'll wait twelve months and do it. Uh, and it, it, it means then I, it, it 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 requires a lot of sacrifice. Uh, from one, you need to 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 invest a lot. You need to uh, uh, stop buying a, a lot of things, personal things. But uh, if you know that it's for your it's for your businesses, for your future, then it, it it's not so much of a challenge. So you get used to it. Your your life automatically adjusts itself to suit uh, the, the 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 current plans. So yeah. Um I, I hope I hope uh, that a little insight in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of um, uh, how to deal with a job loss. Uh, I think uh, on that one, you just to, 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 to add something, uh, I think you you have to get to a mindset where you say, Uh, the fact that you're employed it means there's a potential that you might be unemployed uh the first that the fact that you've got a job there's there's potential that you you will be fired you know when you're hired once you're hired there's a you start running the risk of being fired of being retrenched and if you like enough of resigning so once you approach a job like that I think it lessens your, your 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 stress levels, your your anxiety levels in terms of what what if, how am I gonna live uh, without this particular job? So, and another thing, it's it's I'm, I'm still gonna stress the the part where you, you you develop a secondary income stream while things are. Doing well while the company you're working for is still paying your fuel, your full salary, while you're still getting the performance bonuses, all those packs. Invest into a secondary income stream that will make sure that whenever the, those tough times come, you are ready. Uh if, if 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 you can't get into a business that requires you to be active on a daily get get into an investment that will will, will yield yield uh, money passively you know cuz not everyone is an entrepreneur but the point that i'm trying to drive across here is have that secondary income stream just as a as a cushion and yeah and let let's push entrepreneurship let's let's train our kids from an early age and but uh, importantly let's let's not, let's not use entrepreneurship as an escape or as an easy way out for people to avoid going to school because uh, you still gonna need that education to run your business like in my in my in my case I did courses in sales and marketing as it is I'm doing an MBA and I'm probably one of the very few chefs who are actually doing an MBA so but I'm I'm constantly on 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 a improvement journey. I'm always trying to find ways to improve myself, find a way to make sure that my full plan comes to fruition, and I'm able to to manage my business easier. So it's it's that investment that is required in the skills and in the knowledge uh, that you need to put in, and. Once you invest, uh, there's always gonna be uh, a return, and it's easier then to flow in your business once you you you've covered all those bases. So yeah, uh, thank you so much. Uh, th- this is my five cents worth in in a nutshell. <laughs> wow! wow. <laughs> thank you so,
0: thank much. so much. Your your journey is so inspiring. So inspiring. You know, uh, wow, you said so much, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> I should say, I, I'm I'm learning as well. So I learned so much.
1: No, so okay. I just
0: want to ask, ne, you, you mentioned that um, your, your entrepreneurship journey was yes. on a basis of or maybe in a way partially forced because, yeah. um, you know, you were used to helping your father in his small business and uh, you had to also, you know, start also your, 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 your small business so yeah. that you can take care of yourself or, or your needs yes so my question is what lessons did you learn from helping your father that also you know you used in your current uh, you know journey as an entrepreneur
1: okay uh my father you know there's people who are natural sales people my father is one of those people who can sell you anything anywhere anytime so that, that's that's that, that's he's 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 got a flair in that it's 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 something he was born with. So I learned how to sell from him, I learned how to treat customers uh, from him, um, and I learned uh, how to be resilient because you know, when you're running a small business, especially with hawkers, a lot of people don't understand how difficult it is as a hawker and i'm not i'm not i'm not even going to use the the fancy word of uh, small business because that 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 formalizes it but you know with hawkers i'm talking about our mothers who sell fruits and veg uh, in, the re- in the taxi ranks and bus stations and all those uh, areas it's so difficult uh, and yet they make it work and the only thing uh, that makes it uh, possible for them is their resilience you know, to know that there's going to be difficult days where you literally have zero uh, sales for the day, or where you have less money to even go home. So they 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 always anticipating such, and they know that when the good days come, the good days come. They find a way to to make sure that the money uh, goes a long way. So I learned all of those from my father, and and that that just. Drove the point home that you know what you 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 you've got you you've got this guy's uh, genes in you.
0: <laughs> wow, uh, you know what I I understand what you mean when you say that a lot of our uh, black parents have this resilience, and for me, that is something that stands out about us. Yes. And um, you know, when we 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 now have an opportunity to do better. That, yes. that 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 that's aspect of resilience you know it just it just does wonders for us yeah. yes. so so yeah i just want to say big up to your father for for being a great role model i understand yeah. what you're talking about because i know i come from a family uh, that you know runs taxis you know they've got trucks and all these things so i understand yeah. what you mean when you talk about resilience yes. so yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy i'm happy that your father gave you something that money cannot buy
1: you know yeah. That, yeah. that's something the ba can't even give you
0: <laughs> no no you can't <laughs> so one thing I also appreciate uh you know about you ne, is is your self-awareness and yeah. how you know you are also aware of your surroundings you yeah. know so I, I I would like to believe that that is also one one thing that also contributed to your uh, entrepreneurship journey right yes okay. So, so how would you say that it is important for someone who may be thinking that they want to start, you know, being an, uh, you know, an entrepreneur? How would you, you know, advise them about the importance of being self-aware and also of being aware also of their surroundings? You spoke a lot also about being aware of your surroundings.
1: Definitely. I, I, I think uh, the requirement, one of the primary requirements of being an entrepreneur, is 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 uh, market research. Uh, I think uh, you know. Sometimes in in my line of work as a chef, I, I always find a way to simplify uh, big terms because uh, my 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 speciality is, is French cuisine, and with French cuisine, you've got those f- fancy words that sound so romantic, and only to find no, we're talking about tomato soup. So you know. You- <laughs> The dishes when you say them in French always makes sense. People end up ordering a whole lot of things which they they probably don't even eat. So, but I find a way to simplify it in terms of, uh, for instance, when I talk about market research, uh, a lot of people start a business without even knowing who they're gonna sell to and how they're gonna sell that product. Never mind the need. Because some needs you can create, you know, <laughs> can create a need for your service, you can create a need for your for your product. But is there actually the, the market for that? Who who's your market? And and it's 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 basic things like just walking around your your your, your area and, and checking how many people actually buy this thing, you know, and doing trials and stuff like that. So it's simplifying it. but The other aspect of being self-aware, or Mister to the to the self-awareness part, knowing your strengths and knowing what drives you, your passion, you know, something that you 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 couldn't go a day without thinking about, something that you 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 couldn't go a day without talking about, you know, that that's 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 what drives you and that's your passion, knowing your weaknesses because a lot of people have a, have a very good way of hiding their weaknesses like you you go through interviews I interview some people and you, you ask them what, what are your weaknesses and they're always worried like I'm going to expose myself now and they be like eh. they, they pick something that is not actually a weakness and you're like no but be honest with me you know if your weakness is pastry because a lot of people a lot of chefs uh, hate pastry uh, pastry like your desserts and stuff like that especially french pastry because french pastry is very involved it's very it's like your french pastry is on another level so you a lot of people will say other things and i'm like but i can tell that you're not good with pastry well how about you say i'm not good with pastry I'm, i'm willing to learn you understand now it means you're self-aware or, I don't particularly like pastry, uh, but I prefer the hot kitchen, for instance. You understand? Then you being totally honest with yourself and that's that's what entrepreneurs need to, to know. Uh, and by, by knowing your strengths and weaknesses, you won't jump into businesses that you won't thrive in just because everyone else is doing it. Because a lot of people get into businesses simply because they saw 10 other businesses which are similar. And they don't understand that when 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 the tough times come, you're gonna need that passion to drive you. When the sales are not coming in, you're gonna need that passion to drive you. If you don't have it, you're gonna jump ship the minute trouble comes. So I think being self-aware of your strengths and weaknesses is is is, is very is very important. I don't know if that 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 covers it.
0: It does because what I'm also learning from you is that we can learn from our weaknesses. Basically if if i know that okay you know i'm not good at uh, as you know a certain skill for example yes. Yes. and you may find that maybe even if maybe i'm looking for a job if yes. they require that skill it's either i try to improve it yes. or i i i i make sure that i i focus on something that i can be best at so yes. even and, and i agree with you even with a with a business opportunity imagine if i don't like tomatoes and i go and farm tomatoes, <laughs> tomatoes i'm just yeah. going to lose I, yes. I'm, I'm going to lose a lot of money because i don't like tomatoes and they, yeah. they're very sensitive you know so yeah so so i agree with you on that one so yeah. um you know you, you also touched on another important aspect you know yes. of uh the importance of support when yes. one is going through you know uh retrenchment or losing a job for example and you yes. spoke about the role of your friends and your wife when yes. you started uh, you know your your business when you went fully you know uh into being uh, a businessman so yes. just tell me take me through how how important is a good support structure when one loses their job
1: that, that's that's crucial uh it's it's like your your, your lifeline uh It's because you know when when you as 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 a man, for instance, you 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 know society expects you to be a provider. You know, I always I always uh, joke with uh, my colleagues here. I say, you know what, my wife's probably my wife probably earns twice my salary, but I still have to give her pocket money. You know, so it's (laughs) those (laughs) those societal expectations. Actually, uh, fuel the the, the, the anxiety uh, levels and the, the stress uh, when it comes to to job losses, uh, especially for a man. I know for a woman, it's also difficult because now uh, we've, we've got more and more. We've got uh, uh, independent women. We've got career-focused women. You know, the, the house, even housewives have degrees these days. So. <laughs> Everyone, level. you know, there's, there's, uh, we're on a different level completely. So the, the, the societal uh, uh, influences uh, of a man having to provide, a man having to make sure that uh, everything is is, 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 well in the house, they, they actually influence it. So if you have uh, a partner who's, who's gonna say, you know what? Uh, Come hell or high water, I'm gonna be with you, you know. And you know, having someone who doesn't second guess you, who doesn't, uh, because there's, there's 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 questioning for wanting to understand, and there's interrogating someone. You know, when you interrogate someone to an extent that they start doubting themselves, they're like, ah, maybe not, maybe next time. You understand? So, fortunately for me, I had someone who. You know, it's like we're thinking the same thing. Like, you know, we don't even uh, dwell so much on what might not go well, but what what will go well and how we're gonna uh, navigate our way through through the whole process. So that that that's critical, I think. Uh, 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 the, the other aspect is uh, finding someone who actually. Understands you very well, who actually uh, is gonna be there no matter what, because you can't expect someone who, who doesn't even understand you to to uh, to accept the fact that you retrench. So what? You still need to pay the bills, you know. But if they 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 actually there, uh, like they they've been with you, because the other element for me was that I had been with my wife through difficulties before the retrenchment we we knew each other even from school so we 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 created that bond so if you are lucky enough to have that connection with your partner it's easier Uh, you're most likely to get the support you need if you were to go through uh, job loss or retrenchment, as it were
0: wow uh you are so blessed and i'm happy that you also appreciate the people in your life Definitely. Uh, yeah so so wow that's so that's so beautiful so you. you also said something eh, uh, yes. about looking at opportunities more than you know the risk yes. and you closed your first business so one thing i appreciate from your journey is that you did not allow your first experience to make you shy away from future yeah. businesses that are now, you know, uh, successful, like the the duck business, the chicken broilers that you are you are currently working on. Yes. So, what advice would you give someone who may have decided to close their business and may be discouraged wherever they are?
1: Like like you you said, I think it's important to look at every uh, failure as an opportunity to learn. And you you grow, you grow. you know, it's like I always tell people like in my line of work, I get a lot of bends. Uh so I've got a lot of of scars where I've bent my like literally my wrists, my fingers, my 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 index finger, for instance, on my left hand, and the fingerprints on the top of the finger are no longer there. So I can't, cloaking sure. in, I have to use my phone doesn't recognize those prints anymore. So I tell people these these are the these are the medals that you collect along the way, you know? Mm. Uh the scars that you get. It's something that will remind you of where you've been and you know they're going to take you where you're going. So we 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 as much as we don't look at the 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 the, the risk, we look, focus on the opportunity also when you lose uh, your, your 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 business, always focus on the next. Always, because what I what I believe in is that our current situation prepares us for our next. You know, you always always have to think what's my next. And and the other thing is that as a, as an entrepreneur, you must always think up two steps ahead. Always think two steps ahead, even when your business is doing well, because the the, 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 the mistake or the risk we we always run into is not planning ahead of time and not always planting seeds while you're harvesting on your current business because we start now wanting to plant a seed when this trees is, is, is dead how about we plant seeds while we can still harvest on this tree so that once the one that we planted now is ready to harvest doesn't really matter what is happening with the current one already we have we've got a we've got a we've got a plan for the future so i think that's 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 the approach to say you know what as part of my uh, uh as part of the learning the, the learning uh that i'm gonna take out of this uh failure is that i'm gonna start planting a seed of the next while i'm i'm, I'm busy with the current and you know the business it's like Sometimes running a business is, 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 is part of market research, you know. Uh, companies spend millions. For instance, companies, uh, these big companies, they spend millions in, in, in doing market research. And they'll, they'll, they'll just run a product that they know that chances are is not going to uh, succeed. But you, you they'll find that along the, 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 the journey, they'll discover that if we tweak this particular product this way, or if we change branding this way, if we sell to this particular market as opposed to that other one, then it will work. So look at it in that way, you know, because sometimes uh, it takes a certain level of honesty because a a lot of entrepreneurs are not honest with themselves. You know, we make mistakes along the way. You start a business in the wrong area, for instance, wrong location, very nice business, brilliant idea. You've got all the resources, all the equipment you're going to need for that business, but wrong location. You understand? Yeah. And you, you be honest with yourself and say, you know what, my business is brilliant. It's amazing, but the location wasn't work, Or the, 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 the product or the service was ahead of its time. You understand? Mm. So, say things like that. Be brutally honest with yourself, but that also takes a certain uh, certain skill level or knowledge base you know to say how do I interrogate myself to that extent
0: wow great advice um, yeah okay so what I'm taking away from today's conversation uh, you, you spoke about normalizing having a secondary uh, secondary income streams yes, and then you also spoke about planning ahead of time and yes. that we should be honest with ourselves when we assess ourselves or even our businesses.
1: Yes.
0: And you know, I agree with you when you advise us that um, you know we need to start um, thinking entrepreneurship. Uh, yes. You know, the, our youth, the youth of our country, needs yes. to start thinking entrepreneurship because I believe that um, mm-hmm. as a country, if we drive a movement of having more young people who influence our economy. our unemployment rates may be even low because we'll have a lot of young people who are participating in the economy. And you also mentioned that uh, we should also stand out with our niche areas and stop imitating saturated markets. You know, this is very important, even for uh, people who are employed. You know, you find that you just provide skills that everyone is providing. But when you provide something that is new, and yep. it's breaking uh, you know boundaries you yes. find that you are you're more in need than compared to those who've got you know all the skills that we we uh, uh, uh um we need you know yeah. and yeah and then uh you also spoke about the importance of research about yes. the line of business uh, yes. that one wants to um venture in yeah and the other important one is investing in our professional development you know I mean the fact that you're also doing an MBA while you know you're busy with all this other activities for me it's it's just so beautiful because it means that you want to improve yourself so that you can also uh, improve the services that you're giving you know to to your customers which is good you know Uh, and also in your business
1: you know what my Uh, mode started to interject yeah My motto is I'm going to sleep when I'm dead, you know, and a lot of
0: people
1: like you're a chef, you work long hours as it is. I'm like, yeah, so what? I love what I'm doing. So why, why, why not? You know? So yeah, I agree with you fully.
0: And you know, it shows because you even say that you are a work in progress. So obviously when you feel that you have not arrived, it means that you still want to improve yourself and it it just shows. So that is so beautiful. Yes. Um yeah so I just wanted to thank you so much for sharing your journey. I learned so much uh, as I mentioned from your journey and I'm hope I believe that our audience also learned a lot from your journey. So what advice would you give uh to someone who may have lost their job and yeah. may and may be discouraged? Yes.
1: Um you know from from someone who's who's lost a job as well uh, previously, um, I would love to say, uh, always look on the bright side. Uh, always uh, avoid concentrating or focusing on your loss. Uh, and and you know the thing is, uh, every loss is an opportunity to to identify a certain area of your life that you hadn't taken note of. Uh, You know, some some people actually realize that they are good in a certain business uh, stream after uh, job losses, you know, and they realize that I should have started with this uh, from the onset and by now it would be very far. So uh, I I think the the, the underlying uh, point here is always find the positive in the negative uh i know it sounds uh idealistic when i when i say it like that but um i i believe that life doesn't allow us or afford us the opportunity to sit and lick our wounds unfortunately uh because you you know we've got bills to pay we've got kids to 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 raise and so it doesn't afford us even a slight uh, second to sit and, and 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 cry about our losses. So rather, I would say let's 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 focus all that energy in saying, what drives me? What do I love? What do I like? What would I do on a daily, even if I weren't being paid for? You know, what what, what what's your passion, and how do I turn that into a business? I know it's not everyone's uh, cup of tea to run a business but i believe everyone can run a business if they put their mind to it and uh, it's it's just the, the 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 size of business that 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 one runs like there's there's a, there's a lot of businesses that doesn't even need uh, like an office space doesn't need you don't need to have a shop front like technology has allowed us to do so much without having to invest or spend so much money so just, just do a lot of research uh, on, 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 on how you can scale your business to suit your, your capital, uh, uh, your, your, the money that you have, uh, to put it there simply. So there's a lot of business that require very little capital to start. They require a lot of effort, but very little capital. So uh, my advice is that don't spend any second more uh, crying about it, rather use all that energy in finding a way to 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 to, to make it work. Uh, finding a way to 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 make money, and uh, for all you know, you are not called to be to be doing a nine to five. In any case, but we just find ourselves in that red race as 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 society has channeled us. So yeah, there's 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 the I'll I'll be brutal and say the, 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 the there's no time for to sit and lick our wounds, but to to keep on pushing, and uh, and 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 make a way, you know. And, and 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 I'm 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 a Christian, so I always say to people, if if you if you've got the will, God will make a way. So if you've got that will to 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 succeed, God will provide you with the way, provided you're willing to put in the work.
0: Wow. Uh, thank you so much uh, for, for that advice. And yeah, yeah I, as I've as I mentioned that uh, I'm inspired and I'm just also I just also want to say it on record as well that I'm looking forward to your services so you'll be my chef <laughs> when That's I get inspired. married. <laughs> that was an easy interview. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so, so thank you so much. Your uh, Yeah, I learned so much from your Ah, thank you so much. Thank yes. you so much.
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's a great compliment uh, for me to hear someone as accomplished as yourself to to say they've learned. Mm. Uh, so thank you so much also for the opportunity. And uh, you know, uh, as much as you say you've learned from me, I've also learned. You know, and uh, it's it's it helps, and it also it's also encouraging when you get someone to say, no, actually, you're not that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for that
0: alright thank you so yeah so we've come to the end of our interview uh, thanks once again for joining us and I wish you all the best with your endeavours
1: thank you so much and I'm looking forward to that wedding
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll invite you don't worry thank you thank you, Definitely.
1: Okay. Thank you so much bye,
0: okay. bye.